But I wanted to talk briefly about something that I think is very important in uh, knowing who you are. Um, And specifically in doing the shadow work, the whole process. Because when we're going back and digging into our past, the traumas, the experiences that brought discomfort, or just, you know, we're just trying to find answers. One of the things that I've come across is our perception of our parents or guardians, whoever raised us. I'm finding that our perception or perceptions of our guardians, um, no matter who they are, we take that perception with us and most times that perception of, of them, it doesn't grow like we grow like you know as you get older your body changes your voice changes if you're a woman your boobs gets bigger uh your hair gets longer men might find hair in places that they didn't have hair you know puberty and all that you know we go through the changes you know we go to school we learn different things because we're not in elementary school anymore we're not learning one plus one we're learning other things like 2x plus y, x equals s, or something like that. I know somebody's like, s? Where did s come from? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying. You know, it's a transition. We go from one thing to the other. We grow in some way. Even our behaviors and our, our, our patterns change, you know? When we graduate from high school, we get a job, you know, we uh, go from having just a regular job to wanting to be in a career, you know, we grow in some way, but our perception of our parents, most of the time, it does not grow, and so we take that perception with us, and we keep looking at our parents in the same light or the same darkness rather that we did as a child so we're holding on to that and I realized that in doing my the shadow work excuse me that um even down to like the gift giving for like years because of the perception I had of my mother was that of a little girl looking to her mother. I will always give her gifts that little girls would give their mothers, you know. And, like, for example, I would always give her, you know, like, little charms, which is nothing, it's nothing wrong with that, what I'm saying, by the way, if if we do continue to do these things it also depends on the relationship that you have with your mother or your father or your guardians you know but I was always giving her you know charms uh 
like she would have one half of a heart and I would have the other, you know, and, you know, stuff like that. And I think I was in my 20s when I, like, picked up on, like, I just picked up on some, I got some signs, some hints my mom was throwing down that, you know, you know, I would like some adult gifts, like a gifts I can use, Shannon, you know, and she never said it. I just, I guess, intuitively knew that it was time for me to stop giving her little girl gifts, you know. So in that aspect, you know, being an adult, looking at my mom through the eyes of a child, you know, giving her little girl gifts. Now, as far as the shadow work goes, looking into, let's say, let's, uh, my experiences with child abuse. And uh, if you go back into a, a couple of episodes prior to this one, I talk about uh, the abuse I experienced uh, under the guardianship of my grandfather's wife. You know, I guess that will technically make her my step grandmother, but I don't know. I don't don't really care. I love her, wherever she is, but I just call her my uh, grandfather's uh, wife. Well, she would be ex-wife now, but whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, he left, and she had to take care of my brothers and I. And, uh, yeah. So... We became a, well, I became a handful and started acting out in school and uh, she commenced beating the shit out of me, which is typical or was typical in, you know, growing up black, if you want to put a 3D label on it, you know, you, you do that. That's just what you do. I'm not okay with that today, but, you know, that's what happened. And so, this one particular time I really, you know, caused trouble in school, and and I guess it was a final straw, so uh, my grandfather's wife told me, you know, she was going to cut my fingers off, blah, 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 and I ended up running away. She, like, made me wait until it got dark so this whole time I'm waiting so this the anticipation is building up where you know I'm about to get my ass beat cut my fingers off whatever you know and she told me strip down to my uh, t-shirt and underwear and so you know that just really made it extra dramatic and scary for me so what did I do I ran away from home and uh, it's dark. I don't have any shoes on. It's raining. A little misty out. Misty rain, there you go. And I'm running to my mom's house. And 
Mind you, I had only been to my mom's house once. I might have been seven or eight years old. And I had only, I've been to her apartment one time. Uh, but of course, naturally, because I'm always protected and my inner guidance system kicked in, I was able to find my mother's place. Big shout out to the Archangel Michael and my spirit team for always coming through and always looking out for me and making sure nobody was fucking with me. Thank you. Very grateful. Uh, Long story short, my mom ended up taking me back to the, uh, take me back to my grandfather's wife's house and where I got my ass beat. Okay. Now in that situation, you know, it's pretty fucked up. It really is just pretty fucked up. Uh, I didn't hold any grudges as an adult. Um, but with little, little girl eyes, you know, like it, it, it did, I guess in a way it, it, it really single-handedly, <laughs> uh, created a bunch of booby traps in my life, but to really think about what my mom had experienced in her life to make a decision such as bringing me back to the place that I ran away from you know like I could easily be mad as an adult rightfully so right I could easily be upset about it and be justified in doing so but I being me an intentional creator of my reality I am not wanting to react in such a way that will cause a rippling effect across not just my energy fields and those around me, but out into the universe, period. No, I am not reacting. So it would behoove me to put, put, to place myself in her shoes. And my mom has a very unique story. She had some Uh, an experience that really fucked with her so much so that she didn't even trust her own judgment and and that happened a lot around that period Uh, and so her bringing me back I, I understand I get it I I understand with the experiences she had with my grandfather being absent and then the experience that she had uh, that messed with her her mind and and her her emotions her spirit it really messed with her and so like I get it I, it's not okay I'm not saying that it's okay, you know, but because I, I, but I can't just focus on the behavior. I have to go to the why, why did it get that way? Why did it, why did she not protect me? You understand? I have to go past that. What did she experience to, to, to 
allow this to happen when we do when we take that road which you can say is the high road I'm just saying I'm not trying to uh, cause undesirable ripples in the world that's not the energy I'm trying to put out I am breaking generational curses. That's what the fuck I'm doing. So it would behoove me to grow up, to, to step outside of the experience and looked at it, look at it uh, objectively, if you will, and go to the root cause. It's not about behavior modification. We got to go beyond that. A lot of what we do is just to change the behavior, to modify it so it can become something desirable. But the real change that we want to happen, it, it must happen. We must go to the root cause. If we don't go back, then how will we effectively and efficiently change anything? So I went back from what I knew of my mother at that time and what I know, what I knew of her when I decided to go back. I, I understood. And that's a lot for a, a being to, to experience. I, I'm, I'm not going to say what it is, you know. I'm going to let my mom tell her own story. But I understand. And because I understand, it, it, it makes things so much lighter for me and when I look at my mom I'm not you know I'm still her little girl I know but I'm able to look at her with adult eyes with compassion and not with anger not with sadness I am able to look at her because I was able to look within her because at, 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 at to a certain extent I was able to be her and place myself in her shoes you understand going back and revisiting the traumas and doing the shadow work is breaking the generational curses of of the of holding on to shit that's what it is a generational curse is attachments that get passed on from one being to the next whether out of love or out of fear you 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 feel what i'm saying like we gotta grow up savon bomar uh creator of secret energy and the anniversary he's he calls uh like children neophytes you know we are when we don't know any better or when we keep doing the same thing expecting the you know different results as a, a neophyte way of being uh, as opposed to the the uh adept which is the you know the next stage when you're not we're not doing the same thing we're actually when you go back you 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 get your shovel and you go dig and you 
even though it may you're afraid of what you may find and you're afraid of the memories that you're afraid of the triggers you're afraid but you go back anyway because you're worth it you're worth it we are worth it and a, a lot of times y'all in my opinion <clears throat> and I'm going to make sure I say that in my opinion a lot of what's going on in society is just simply behavior modification like let's just take gun reform first of all let me say I like weapons I was in the military I like shooting shit I like blowing shit up my favorite weapon right now is the bow and the arrows I, I am I realize I'm really really good at that okay now a neophyte mind you know they just want to shoot stuff they don't care about being responsible you know a neophyte mind also focuses on the behavior modifications instead of going to the root cause you know if, if something happens so we have kids shooting up schools you know what I'm saying Kids going shooting up school. No, and when are we going to talk about why? Why is that okay? Why? Why did that happen? Oh, because little Jimmy was able to get access to his father's uh, gun case. Okay, but what made what what pushed him to do that? What is little Jimmy experiencing? What has he experienced to make him think it was okay? To take that and to take lives. What is he experiencing at home? Like, we don't focus on that shit. But that is the root cause. What's going on in little Jimmy's life? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, come on. It's not about gun reform. It's about having some emotional... Uh, uh, accountability let's let's we we are a we have become a trigger happy society and not trigger happy in a sense of weapon but we are easily triggered we in and but we haven't been given the tools to to learn how to not be that way you understand what I'm saying? Emotional health is just as important, if not more important, than physical health. I say that to say if you don't know why you are doing what you are doing, then that is a problem. You 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 feel me? If you do not know why you are doing what you are doing, then that is, that could that could be catastrophic. If you, if we work in a nine to five job just because I, that's what, you know, we've done, that's what society is doing, but you don't really have a, a reason per se, that, that's something, there's something wrong with that, in my opinion. Like your reason for being here. 
Do you know? I'm telling you, it is, your, our purpose involves more than just a nine to five and giving our money away. Like, we're here for a reason. Spe- like, a reason. We're here for a reason. We all, we each, each and sing. I'm trying to get it out. Every single one of us has a purpose to serve. A purpose to serve. It is a message to bring. But most times we don't find that shit out because we don't know why we're here. We don't know and we don't know who we are. And a lot of that shit gets covered up. It gets covered up by the things that we have attachments to. Whether it was a, a, a an attachment that has been passed down from mother to child. And from from child who is now an adult to, to her child. And so on and so forth. Or just out of fear you can just watch that shit on tv or or listen to it on the radio or it could be in the company you keep well my friends are doing this so this is why i do what i do you, you feel me like it's it's, it's it's it could go so many ways it, it can but it's time to grow up we're not neophytes not really but we keep doing neophyte shit when we don't have to we gotta stop being so reactive and trigger happy stop being triggered by everything you feel me we gotta go back we gotta do the work we gotta face ourselves or the face the us that we think we are we got to go back into the past and re-examine experiences and see things for what they really are or what they were. We got to step outside of our feelings and detach from the emotion and just see things and, and, and ask questions. Ask, ask ourselves questions. What am I looking for? When we start seeing things like that, like... If you're looking, you got a crossword find puzzle thing. <laughs> and say your word is, I don't know, happy. Just say out loud, where are you happy? Where's happy? I am looking for happy. Start talking to yourself and you'll find happiness a lot faster. I'm, I'm just saying, you'll find happy a lot quicker. Your body is in tune with you when you talk, when you speak. It listens. You feel me? When you go and you do the shadow work, ask yourself, what am I looking for? What do I need to see? What have I missed that I did not see before? We're, we're computers, man. We're And machines at the same time, but not machines in the sense that you know, we believe machines to be. 
There have been many times I've asked myself questions and the answer just, it comes. Whether it comes to me right then and there or because I spoke it out into the universe, I, I, I got the message right back through someone else. Whether via text message, phone call, phone conversation, uh, I said phone call, um, uh, email, Facebook, it, it doesn't matter. I, I get the answer back. Ask yourselves the questions. Look and examine your neophyte mind, your child mind, and act and ask yourself, you know, am I letting go of childish things or am I still holding on to the, the childish way of looking at this? Shadow work. You gotta do it. We are so much more. We are so much more, y'all. We are. But it's just covered up by a bunch of bullshit and a bunch of uh, darkness. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's time to grow up. We in these adult bodies, but it's, we're, we're walking around like boss babies for real. Oh, I got a job, I got a car, I got a home, but our way of handling things is still childish. Or our way of looking at things is still childish. Putting away childish things isn't isn't always a physical thing. The physical thing is a is a response to, you know? Like you look within. Just look within. Examine yourself. I, I have to I feel like it, it's it's very important because it it affects the entire world it does it does with every change and adjustment that I make to my perception of this uh, of myself I it re- it ends up being reflected into my reality. So it behooves me to to grow up on the inside and, and not look at things as a child would look at them, which means making sure that my little girl eyes aren't still following me when it comes to the perceptions of past trauma and experiences she means well little little shannon means well yes she does she has a big heart she has a big heart but you know little little children with big hearts need to be protected how do you do that well there are many many versions of myself there are many 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 versions of of who we are within us so in situations where you got little shannon looking at this this trauma that she experienced right next to little shannon is an even bigger shannon with adult eyes holding her hand saying okay Okay, little boo-boo, let's look at this. What are we looking at? What are we looking at? And then uh, 
bigger Shannon, adult Shannon, adept Shannon is, is right there with her, holding her hand and explaining, explaining what's happening and getting her to see what her little girl eyes cannot see. I do the same thing with my grandson. I don't like just telling him what to do. I explain why so he can understand. Because if he can understand, he can make a more informed decision. And he would know why I'm telling him this. Because it's not do as I say. No, that you that's, a, in my opinion, a form of control. I don't want to control anybody but my goddamn self. I want him to understand so he can make a more informed decision so that when I am not around, he will be able to do the same exact thing to understand and make a more informed decision. You feel me? Breaking generational curses. This is what it's all about, man. I'm telling you. Like, the children are our future for real. So it, it would be beneficial to not just ourselves on an individual, but on an individual level, but for our children and our children's children. And not just our children, but the world's children. Because children, they really don't belong to us. Children are gifts from God. But God didn't say, your child is a gift. He just said, children. So it is my responsibility. It is my responsibility as an intentional creator, as a responsible creator, as as an an adult physically and as one who is aware that I am connected with all that is it is my responsibility to, to do this work for myself for the children in my family for the children in my community for the children of the world it is it is this the generational curses is for everybody everybody examine what perception you have when you are going back and dealing with and digging up your traumas the dirt what perception do we have or is it that of a child Are you mad at mommy and daddy because they didn't have a car for you when you graduated from high school? That was, that was one of my things. Like I was, I was an A plus student. Graduated uh, the the top, in the top 10. I think I was, I was number three. And that was because 
even as smart as I was, I was still, I, my focus was, I want not necessarily people to like me, but I just wanted to experience what they were experiencing. Because my, you know, my teenage life still was different. It was very supervised and sheltered. You know? So, but I felt like I, I earned to have something at the end of graduation besides a fucking diploma. Because I did everything. I had done everything my parents wanted me to. Plus some. I was like, the, uh, I don't know, a star child or whatever you call children like that. That just do good in every goddamn thing. I was it. And I, and, and I got a diploma. Yay. You know? <laughs> Little did I know, it was hard raising a family of five. On minimum wage. Like it, it was hard. I've, I've listened to the stories my father uh, spoke about. Even recently on, on Thanksgiving, you know, my dad was just telling us how him and my mom had to like take shifts and and how even though one had just got home from work somebody had to stay up and watch the kids so sleep was sacrificed so that you know there was an adult presence so like I I, I understand now and so I, I let that go I let that go <clears throat> I let it go I didn't know. I didn't know. And children, as children, we don't know. Unless it's like blatant out there and finances are being discussed. But my, my parents never discussed finances with us. We just knew not to touch the thermostat and to use less toilet paper. That was the extent of our financial knowledge when it came to, you know, what our, our parents had to do and honestly I think that's how it should be unless you know there is some financial education going on then that's you know that's something different but children are supposed to learn certain things in stages not have everything piled up on their plate when you do that you know that's an overload and something's gonna get missed Something's going to get missed, and it could be something vital, something important that they're going to need for where they are right then and there. So I'm glad I didn't know. It makes the, it makes me knowing as an adult even better for me, because now I understand. And now I have this uh, appreciation, an even greater appreciation for my mother and father. So that's, that's even a, another example of looking at things through the eyes of a child when you're in an adult body. Okay. This went longer than I thought it would, but you know what? I have no regrets. No regrets!
Oh, come here, Chicha Puni. I don't know if y'all can hear my my um my familiar Chico. Hi, Cheese. You trying to get all comfortable? Go ahead, get comfortable. It's okay. But that's all I got for right now, y'all. I love y'all. Uh, this is Shannon Hughes, December 1st, 2019. Uh, look out for December 21st, which is the winter solstice, which is the true beginning of the new year. So if you got any anything that you want to let go of, now would be the time to do it so you can actually start the new year off right in alignment if you know you got some shitty eating habits like myself where i'm still working on hey it's, it's just let it go it's not as hard i know it seems hard and may feel hard you know but it you know you we are more than what we seem just let that shit go okay i love you i cherish you Keep doing the uh, the shadow work. Keep healing yourself. You have the power to do that. Stop asking God to heal stuff when he gave you the power to heal stuff. You got Jesus looking like, why are you giving it to me? I gave it to you. I gave you the power. You have the power. You always have the power. Stop waiting on... Let's stop waiting on other people to take care of us. Let's stop waiting on other people to fix us. That's a, that's another that's another episode. We keep giving our power away and then be mad when shit don't go right. No, that's another that's another podcast. All right, peace. I'm out. I love you.